Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. I got to tell you, um, this has the potential to set the record for the shortest podcast that we've done. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Is this in line with... It's because we have... Boss man's not here. Don't work too hard. And, yes, exactly. And we, we haven't done any preparation Chris is we make it sound like we outside. do hit the rest of the week. Oh, that's right. We'd never prepare. Listen, guys, there's some preparation. Well, and here's the thing. As far as preparation, rarely is it uh, in our group H. setting, and it's more preparation age. There you go. I feel like there is, on the part of who's speaking, that person has done preparation. Mm-hmm. So not not trying to say that they don't prepare. Anyway, <sighs> um, we are not finishing... Uh, <laughs> We are not finishing First Samuel this week. This, this talk about week a cliffhanger. Is, yeah, talk about a cliffhanger. Get all the way to the end and then is Paul, stop. Drag is it Saul out. gonna die? Just drag it out. He's never gonna anyway. No, this week we are going to have a devoted Sunday. And in case you don't know, which it would be very strange for the people listening to this podcast not to know, um, but this is called filler. Um <laughs> Um, Devoted Sundays is when we uh, celebrate the, uh, do you want to call them sacraments? Um, Ordinances? Ordinances, I don't know. Um, Institutes. Institutions, Mm -hmm. institutes um, of our church. So we are going to uh, be starting the uh, morning off with baptisms. Well, we'll start off with a song, but then baptisms... Mm-hmm. As um, of right now, we have one baptism that I know of. Okay. Hopefully, it's in the first service, so then we can use the video, video of the second of it, service. Hopefully. Okay. Well, you know, maybe we we'll can... see. Maybe, but here's the thing: it could it could change, man. Yeah. Hey, just uh, throwing it out there for the people listening: if we ever ask you to do like the baptism at a certain time or whatever, it's it's so that we can include the whole church in what's going on. True. Please, please know that. Um, it's not because we're mean and don't love you or want your family to be there for it. That's not what's going on. We want the entire family to be able to celebrate in it. Yes. So anyway, we're going to do that, um, and then we're going to have family dedications. Do you know how many family dedications we have? Because that would be I know a that we miracle. have at least one per service. Okay. I know that there are four families who are uh, trying to decide okay. w- whether they're going to do it now or they're going to do it in February. Okay. Because that is another option. True. Um, and then after that, uh, we're gonna we're gonna take communion, but not before Paul tells us a little bit about communion. Well, and that's what I was gonna also ask, as far as just a quick housekeeping thing, Paul. Sure. Are do you want to do? Um, I'm assuming you want to talk on communion, and then we do the passing out of the elements. And then the taking of the elements. Is that what you're thinking? No, I think I think we should hand everybody the tiny cups in the very beginning. And okay. Just make them super stressful having yeah, to hold yeah, them. Yeah. You have to hold without them. spilling. Don't twenty five minutes. Don't spill the blood. <coughs> we just give them to all the kids. New carpet. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing? Exactly. Um, yeah, I assume we would take it at the end. Okay. And I assumed we would probably spend a little bit more time taking it, mm-hmm. which hopefully will be will be a good practice for us. Sounds great. Church. Um, I can guarantee we're going to take some time passing it out. Yeah. Because that takes a little while now. Yep. I'm just saying, there's over 500 of you. It's going to take a while to pass those plates. So, And then focusing 
on what we're doing. All right. So we could do old school just like the early days. Oh, my god. We used to make, for anybody who's uh, newer to our congregation, Yeah. we used to do up front. Yeah, we would put them up front, and then we would say, you need to come and receive it. Come come get it. Which was great because we had real bread back then in those days. Oh, man, the real bread. And you broke it off. We're going to have gluten free Deacon broke it for you. I think that they broke. I think we need to order more of the gluten free because um, that's not good. I should have done that before now. Um, anyway, yes, we, and a couple of things. Number one, hey, we're trying to use some gluten free uh, wafers, which I think are like that says that they're made out of potatoes, but I think it's styrofoam. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it's just styrofoam, but, you know. Not too far off. It's not like you're missing out. It's not like you're missing out. No, it's the same thing. I feel like that one, the only time that I truly felt, I think, bad about it was that one <laughs> oh my gosh. COVID uh, yeah. for the month that we were shut down from meeting in person and we got up here and we were meeting uh, just to record it and, and yeah. live and send it out there. And, and we, so were we were adapting. Telling people. But we did have, uh, we were telling people to gather whatever supplies that they, you know, had, giving some leniency to, you know, if you if you had to pour some sweet tea into a little cup and eat some cheese, it's like, Lord's going to understand. Um, it's, it isn't that the styrofoam bread makes it magical, mm-hmm. or all of a sudden it atones for your sins. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but then we had uh, a fresh, like, I was like Italian. Sal- yeah, no, like there was focaccia or yeah, something some like that. Yeah, some crazy fresh bread and... Uh, uh, and some, and it was, I think it was just still juice or whatever, yeah. but, uh, it was a much, you know, like glad, like break from the normal and just kind of fun. Yeah. But then unfortunately I didn't really think about it cause it was all so much of scrambling the handful of people that were there to run video and sound and things <laughs> had those little tearaway to go cups. It's there. <laughs> oh, so here bad. we are eating this like warm, <laughs> fresh bread and they're peeling like, off. And like it, was, it was and you, me and Chris on, was, stage yeah, on stage at the same doing time. It. When we all realized, we didn't realize it until yeah. we were doing it on stage. And then we're like, man, we, we could have taken care of those who were here supporting us a little bit better. Whoops. Hey, and we did have the, like the chalice for that one. Yeah. Um, so I'm just saying, if you want to like get the, the pitcher and the chalice and do like the, the big, the big pour, pour, that would be awesome. Um, We've we've done. Yeah, don't tell us what you're gonna do though. <laughs> Just keep it keep it a keep surprise. that a, keep that a secret. Okay. I want to be surprised. I want to be surprised. Listen, <laughs> I do. Um, any, what did uh, what did y'all grow up calling? The Lord's, Lord's Supper. Supper. Lord's Supper. You did Lord's Supper. Yeah, that's what we called it. We called it communion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And but it wasn't you, until college when I went to a Baptist church. Yeah, you you the, didn't you didn't grow up Baptist. No, we were in a Bible church. Bible churches, Baptist light. Mm-hmm. So you called it communion, though. Communion. Yeah. What did you call it? I think the Lord's Supper. And I think, I think for the I, longest I think time, if I think about it. Yeah, the Lord's longest Supper. time I thought before I knew what Eucharist actually was, mm-hmm. I thought that was just what you called when you did a whole service about the Lord's Supper. Mm. So oh. that was the only time that I had ever gone to like, you know, a Eucharist was at a, another church, and the whole thing was that. Yeah. And so I, I think thought, Eucharist, oh, that's just the name of the service. Yeah, the first time that thanks. I heard the word Eucharist was uh, at a Methodist church. I had a friend growing up who was a Methodist, and um, we would talk about things every once in a while about how he was wrong and I was right. Um, just kidding. Mm-hmm. Does Christ Church still do the U2 Eucharist? 
I don't know. I uh, they, they, did, they, they used did to have a sign. Yeah. yeah, they used to have a sign when they would do it, um, where they'd play U two songs and really take the body and the blood. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, let's I feel bring, like they did it for a couple back. years back, yeah. back to back, but I hadn't seen it in a while. I hadn't thought about it till just now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't have thought about it. Um, but yes, we've got our gluten free coming. It'll be here on the sixteenth. Just want to make let everybody know there will be a gluten free option, Alan. If we, I'm I'm just assuming Alan's mainly our listener. So yeah, for you and maybe Mark Usry. <laughs> um, but I I found out. I mean, this is a fun thing to talk about. I found uh-huh. out that there there are people in our church who have not been taking communion because of uh, being gluten free, and there is gluten in the. I mean. That little tiny wafer does have gluten in it, um, mm-hmm. and so it will okay. cause pain to people who are gluten free. So, okay, um, I just I need you to know that we'll 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 try to fix that for you. It's not something that I think about all the time, and I will admit that I there was part of me that was like, but it's like this big. Like I didn't expect that to be. A, it's a thing. Yeah, different people have. Sensitivity, sensitivities. So, sure. just understanding, we don't want you to not partake. That's like, oh gosh, what would we? Oh no, you, people can't be waterphobic, right? People sure. can't. People can't yeah. be F- phobic. Okay, so phobic was the wrong oh, water intolerant. Yeah, tolerant. I was oh. like, what? What other sure baptism? You got to figure out a way to. We would definitely splash somebody if they really could not handle being dunked. I had an aunt who was <clears throat> claimed to have an allergy of water, so she just drank Diet Coke all the time. Diet Coke. Aren't we like seventy percent water? Yeah. She knew, she was being facetious. She okay. Knew she was being okay. <laughs> just making sure because no. I don't know that. But that's as how a that nephew, works. you're just kind of like okay, okay, okay. I'll go. I'll okay, go I'll go get you a Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. I got a nanny who's allergic to water. I don't know. I don't know. Might as well. <laughs> the adult said it. I'm in. Um, Any Anything specific? Uh, I know. Other things like that? Yeah. We were talking about this, too, because um, I've taught on this. You know, I've made small mentions almost every time we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, years ago, back when we would try to teach a little bit about all the different mm-hmm. parts of the devoted Sunday, you know, mm-hmm. did probably about 10 minutes. Um, and so, yeah, but this will be, this will be the first time to do 25 minutes. Yeah. 25 minutes of just looking at this topic alone. And so there's, a, I feel like there's a lot of ways that can go mm-hmm. with that. Like it's like 25 minutes is enough that it's like, Oh cool. Mm-hmm. We can take another step yeah. of depth, but then it's like, but it's 25 minutes. So you can't get like carried Super away. Deep. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I can, I got all kinds of no I don't yeah yeah so will you will you talk about like Passover or will you talk about do you feel like you'll talk more about like hey we won't have to do this again I think both or we won't have to keep doing it eventually yeah oh, I think I, sure I think that. I want to keep it on the applicational side of like our participation in it as we take oh, it that okay. morning um, you know like because there was a part of me that thought about um, you know should we bring up the, the views of the presence of Christ during mm-hmm. um, the Lord's Supper. And so there's, you know, the ideas of the of the Roman Catholics who believe in 
transubstantiation, which was like, because Jesus had said, this is my body, this I, is my I wouldn't blood. mess with the Catholics right now, because they're, they're in a mood. <laughs> but the, uh, but yeah, they, the, because Jesus said those words, <laughs> they believe it is his miraculous power that changes and transforms once the priest um, blesses the elements, mm-hmm. that it actually transforms into the actual presence of Christ's body and Christ's blood, and then yes. that's why um, uh, they do hold it as one of their um, holy sacraments, truly. That's why John was joking about sacraments mm-hmm. can take on two different things, because they think it is a, um, it a, actually, conduit, yeah. a conduit of, of Christ's like physical manifestation into mm-hmm. an institution that he put into place. And so, um, so yeah, they, that was... A big issue, and then you know, there's others that then Martin Luther kind of took issue with that, um, and he kind of coined the consubstantiation, mm-hmm. which is like it's it's a little bit of like it was like the cop out hybrid. It's like I'm not really comfortable with it being the the sole physical presence, and he was like I want it to be you know some of the spiritual presence too, and so mm. he said, well, it's both. Let's just go with both, and then Zwingli came around, and not wanting it to be not sacred. Right, right. I think trying to yeah. preserve the sacredness. And then Zwingli came around and probably was like, no, we can we can just lose that whole physical presence thing. And so this is just um this is just a spiritual presence. Mm. Um and he's I mean he's largely used like and so his view is the symbolic view view um simply from Paul's words, do mm-hmm. this in remembrance of me. He's like it's just mm-hmm. it's just a memory of him. It isn't yeah. him. Um, oh, one thing that um, you were talking about growing up, what we called it and stuff, and I, I'm glad that we teach on, um, on the Lord's Supper whenever we do it. The other thing I've, I feel like I've really benefited from is even when you say, if you don't like, basically saying if you don't believe, you don't really have a reason to take it. I think yeah. I, mm-hmm. I was, I think because I grew up in the house that I did, that I grew up in, I think because we didn't talk a whole lot about it, mm-hmm. there was this like, oh, if you're, uh, oh, it's like, oh my goodness, it's wrong if you, if you were to eat the elements mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you don't believe. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's less of, hey, this is sinful yeah. and more of like, there, there's no, there's no reason. And then there's also the, the add on of like, but, but today you can, you can take part. Because, you know, it, then that gives an opportunity to share yet again the, the truth of the gospel and, and redemption and salvation. But I don't, I don't yes. know what you'd so, say about that, but that's kind of where I come from when you share that. Yeah, so a couple things, and this is, this is where, you know, again, um, when you go back to the idea of the sacraments, um, which again, for the, the Catholic Church, it would be things like baptism, um, but then also their view of like confirmation. Um, mm-hmm. When yes. you arrived, um, obviously the Lord's Supper or Eucharist, as they would say it, um, confession is one of their sacraments. Mm-hmm. Um, the anointing of the sick, so like priests putting oil and anointing the sick is a sacrament. The holy orders that the priest himself goes through mm-hmm. um, from Peter and the papacy that they believe Peter being kind of the first pope, um, and then marriage, matrimony, and um, last rites, and then last rites when you die, and then and those are like the traditional. Um, so it's like people say those the there's seven. And then it's like, oh no! Then the last rites is eight, 
mm-hmm. um, because it's like his last rites, holy orders, are they mixing it together? Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's like other lists that you'll find that it's like nine, 10, 11, 12. And so it's differing views, but the probably most traditional view is, is of those. And, and again, they would say like, this is a manifestation of the physical presence. And so if you're taking it inappropriately, if you're taking it as a mm-hmm. non-believer, um, then you are um, you are sinning against the presence of God. Mm, um, interesting. And it's not like truthfully, it's not so unfounded mm-hmm. um, that it, that they th- that they come to this conclusion because mm-hmm. it is Paul himself in First Corinthians eleven um, when he's explaining this uh, that says I'm gonna pull it up and read it. Go for it. Um, for anyone who eats. And drinks without recognizing the body of the Lord, eats and drinks judgment upon himself. And so this idea of examining oneself before you eat the bread and drink the cup. Um, and so, yeah, it is this, like, what does Paul mean by mm-hmm. drinking judgment on himself? Yeah. Um, and some, some again, would take it so far of saying of, like, um, those that would believe in loss of salvation or um, potentially... Um, differing views of what it means to blaspheme the Holy Spirit and never be saved. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it could be, it could be pulled in that way that it, some of them says this is, yeah, this is you now bringing judgment upon yourself. Um, Interesting. I always figured that it was refer- referencing what he was talking about before he gives the account. Yeah. I th- Well, I mean, we know, we know a couple things that he's writing to in context. Yeah. Like first um, Corinthians, he is saying, yeah, he's writing to a church. This is not being done right. You yes. need to stop. Yes. And so, I mean, you had people, as you said, like people going, um, people getting drunk and people going hungry, yeah. you know, during this time as the church gathered together. And mm-hmm. um, and uh, and this would be a good point. If you ever complain about, I guess maybe I should take this as a personal conviction. Mm-hmm. Next time I complain about the uh, the cheap bread wafers. and the wafers or yeah. whatever, it's like, I probably should just bring my own. Because back in then, they had to bring their own. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like they went to church and then all of a sudden the church had this for them. No, they were the church. They were the body. Um, mm-hmm. but anyways, they, there is this idea of, again, he's saying like, if you're drinking the cup in an unworthy manner, you're going to bring judgment on yourself. And likely he is talking t- specifically to these that were abusing this mm. practice. Yeah. But this institution was given, the early church was practicing it. And in Corinth and in time with this disunity that they were going, going through, um, they were clear, they were not using it as a, uh, unifying element, mm-hmm. bringing everybody on the same page, mm-hmm. um, desperate for in the need of a Savior and remembering the work that he did on the cross to bring them salvation. Um, they weren't unified in that, and instead they were t- they were using that even as a further point mm-hmm. of disunity, that some went with more and others went without. Um, so again, there's probably more of a pragmatic application there of there is an mm-hmm. inappropriate way to take this, more than just you you know you were a child at five and you knew about Jesus and it was mm-hmm. passed in front of you and you took it and you ate it and then at <gasps> six you became realized oh this is what right I'm a sinner means like maybe at five you knew the the Lord that you know Jesus loves you but then mm-hmm. at six you knew yeah. oh I'm a sinner in need of a savior right you know at five did you you know again take it inappropriately take it inappropriately to that's why my mom always brought me M and M's and that's right that's right. Peanut M&M's, baby. Yeah, keep you happy while you can Just, do what the grown-ups did. Um, you're going to be so disappointed when you when eat you these wafers. <laughs> but but the, the other thing that I thought was um, was interesting, uh, well, not really interesting, but like I remember we were visiting a church once 
and after um, the service going into the sanctuary and there was a, a little boy in there probably eight or nine and he was like eating, yeah eating them all eating the rest yeah and I remember thinking oh you shouldn't like oh you shouldn't do that mm-hmm. and being like but but what was that founded on the fact yep. that it's like well yeah we were we respect this but it is yep. just bread hmm. in my in, a, in well, my again, in, sorry in, in your my view, in my, uh, then, in my yes, tradition tradition we're growing up it exactly. was just bread mm-hmm. and just and so it's like because especially again those that f- hold to the transubstantiation view um and this becomes then as, as soon as it's blessed Christ's body and Christ's blood right then just go chow down on it at the end you right. know, it's probably it's and, and very disrespectful in the, right in the uh, really traditional Roman Catholic churches um, they have a very specific rite and ritual mm. of how they dispose um, of it. dispose of it all um, and the, some of the more simple ones it's just that the priests um, uh, because again they've gone through holy orders uh, that they can consume it um, but others will you know there's entire mm. um, altars that are designed in Catholic churches different with with drainage points that go at least 30 feet down. I don't remember some of the specifics. I remember being exposed to it, but it's like very designed for like, this is how you dispose of it. And this is how Christ's body returns to the, to the earth and just like it did in death, but then it will be raised up again and uh, the, the coming again. And so anyways, Mm -hmm. um, all kinds of different views on it. Um, But yeah, there it is. Again, it is a real thing that probably from tradition and then from how you apply you know, Paul's words here in this unworthy manner, what is an unworthy manner that, you know, you kind of got to wrestle through. Well, then how does mm-hmm. it change? How does it change how I participate in this? I always grew up with the unworthy manner, um, essentially being, it was primarily, it was, it was unconfessed sin. Mm. Um, it's like here we are about to make a confession to mm-hmm. each other. Um, and, and we are making a confession that Christ's sacrifice was enough for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in my participation of this, I'm confessing that this is not only just good enough for me, but it's good enough for you, and it's good enough for all of us. And so if I had unconfessed sin, then I would be taking this in an unworthy manner because I'm not really holding it to the meaning that it actually is, mm-hmm. that, that, it, that I'm claiming a sacrifice good enough for me, but I'm not actually going to that sacrifice with all that I need yeah. saved from or if there was, you know, a lot of times I feel like the, the wording that was used growing up was, uh, you know, so if you need to do diligence with the Lord, but then if you need to do diligence with somebody in this room, meaning like a lot of times it's like your family, mm-hmm. you know, like take this time to resolve those, and then mm-hmm. we'll, go, we'll go into um, the time of communion. And again, is that exactly what Paul's referring to here? I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's that super, it's not that clear. He doesn't then go in the next two lines and explain exactly what he means, Um but is there an appropriateness to such an application that at least I know I should be more convicted of, mm. probably in the routine of taking the Lord's Supper together? Mm. Absolutely. Um, mm. Yeah. It, it gives the, the, the drive to church with the kids in the car and the temptations of the yelling and the screaming and all the different things, a whole lot of different meanings when it's like, ah, yeah, then I'm going in and I'm about to take mm-hmm. the Lord's Supper that proclaims grace and forgiveness for them. Did I extend grace and forgiveness mm-hmm. to them on the way over here? Again, is that a good application? Absolutely. Yeah. Probably a good application for all of all it. the time. All the time. Any of it. All and the time. So, I was about to say, all the time, all the time, that's what's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so again, if we're doing this in remembrance of him and we are remembering a savior neglecting our need for him because mm-hmm. we're still we were we were, were sinners saved, mm-hmm. then I think, yeah, there's probably a 
a picture that Christ was painting here with his sacrifice that yeah. we were not we're not fully engaging with. Yeah. So. Then uh, the the other thing that I you know you're talking about this reminds me of is I think this is a unique opportunity for parents as they disciple their kids in this, mm-hmm. even by how they treat it. Yeah. So I I don't remember being taught about. Um, you know, the the sacredness, I'm using air quotes, of, you know, of this. Yeah. And we didn't really sit down and talk about how you should act or how we should take it. But I do recall an air about how my parents did it, whether it's yeah. how they received it, what their countenance was like, the fact that I can remember my dad bowing in prayer uh-huh. and, and then also encouraging us to do the same and to kind of remain silent mm. Not not in a not in a shut up kid way, but it was yeah. more just like, hey, this is a, this is something special that I think yeah. spoke more shut to up, me Kim. than I got a funny do, story. Do you know about what that. I mean, though? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. I think there is an there is an element to if you are a parent taking this. Not only is this good for you, but yeah. the l- liturgy, the the habit of doing that, yeah. I think, is also discipling your your child and what they view this as as yeah, well. Yeah, I think in the same way that we talk about. Um, uh, I'll oftentimes use a line like after we watch baptisms or say, you know, when I say mm-hmm. it to the congregation, if you know mm-hmm. the family, congratulate them and thank the little one or whoever. Thank mm-hmm. them for their testimony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because again, and this idea of these yeah. ordinances or sacraments or institutions, um, it certainly is a witness yes. uh, to something that Christ has done. Uh, and I think, again, in the same way, there is there is a point to communion or the Lord's Supper that there is a witness together that we are testifying mm-hmm. um, to, mm-hmm. you know, again, these claims that Christ said, this is my body, this is my blood, um, I did something for you mm-hmm. when it was broken, remember this, mm-hmm. that, that we are testifying to each other in that. And so I think that there's, yeah, there's there certainly is that element that that holds to a higher higher standard. Like, it, you don't want to just, in one hand, you don't want to just yeah. flippantly toss this around, no. mm-hmm. but in another hand, you don't want to make it into something greater than right. yeah. it actually was intended to be. Yeah, I don't... Um, I'm going to tell on my mom a little bit. Number one, bless her. She she was the one actually parenting all of us. Not a listener. <laughs> all kidding. of us. Not a listener. I don't think so, actually. Uh, well, sometimes. Anyway, uh, um, I, I don't, Dad didn't parent us through these things. Like, Dad was always up at the front doing it for the entire church. But Mom was the one actually with the us children in the, in the pews. And I remember Mom taking... Uh, communion and being very somber. I remember her uh, a few times crying um, during this. Like she, she, she did a great job of of having a very personal uh, in, investment in her faith. That she was not um, Christian by association with my dad. She was Christian yeah. because of what Christ had done for her. Um, but there was one time when Jennifer was a little girl, <laughs> and I wasn't around probably. Mm-hmm. And they were singing the uh, um, invitation at the end, and Mom had been particularly moved by the sermon and her conviction um, in what was happening, and she felt Jennifer tugging on her skirt at the end, and she slapped her hand, or, you know, whatever, slapped her hand and said, Stop it! (laughs) And Jennifer starts crying and looks at Mom and goes, I just wanted to ask Jesus into my heart. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh, it's such a good moment though. Oh, and she's still a Mormon till this day. <laughs> no, that's oh, really goodness. funny though. I just wanted to ask Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so good. Stop it. Oh, behave we, in church. We still need oh, Jesus. That's yeah. true. Even after years of. <laughs> yeah. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even repent correctly. <laughs> oh, man. That's wow. good. I'm looking forward to this Sunday. It's going to be awesome. Um, we didn't break any records, sadly, on how long we kept you, Paul. Sorry. That's oh, right. Looking forward to it. Be encouraged. faded out anyway what